Welcome to School Biz Chat with Kim Cranston, OASBO Executive Director. Each episode of this podcast is dedicated to discussing events and issues that affect the people who are in the business of supporting students. Now, let's take a few minutes to see what's going on in the school business world. Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining us for this edition of School Biz Chat. I am delighted to have as my guest today, Dennis McEntee. Dennis is going to be coming to our Executive Leadership Forum, and he is also our facilitator for this year's Administrative Leadership Development Program. I had the privilege of meeting Dennis at an ASBO Executive Directors Meeting in New Mexico and was really impressed and took a lot of value away from his presentations and reached out to him and said, we need you in Missouri. So Dennis, thank you so much for being here. I tell people that you are on a mission to eliminate drama on teams and in the workplace. So tell us a little bit about yourself and about how you're doing that, the whole piece of eliminating drama. Yeah, thanks, Kim. I'm super excited to be with you, and we are really going to have a blast. You know, my my career started in marriage and family therapy, and gosh, probably about 15 years ago, I had a particular person that we had really made a difference in his marriage, had a a team in Indiana, and he said, Dennis, can can you just come and just spend the day, and maybe some of the things that you've helped me with in in my marriage, I think they could really add value to to my team. And, you know, Kim, teams are simply like, you know, groups of relationships, right? And there's some relationship principles that once you learn them, really make it more, it make, make what you do more efficient. They make it simpler, easier, faster, and kind of reduce some of that friction. And so when, when we say drama, you know, we're, we're talking about things like the excuses, right? Or the blaming or the complaining or people not taking responsibility. Like all of those things are, are really perpetuated by this idea of, of what we call drama. And so we're really on this mission to create self-directed, self-responsible work teams that that really get results. And especially like in the, in the case of um, ASBO members, like really getting back to like, you know, helping students, right? Really getting back to that mission of why we do what we do. Boy, I really like that. We talk a lot about students being at the center of all of our work. And so I'm glad you're highlighting that. And then I'm just sitting here thinking about as you're talking about teams and relationships, isn't that what it always comes down to? Relationships and then communication within those relationships. Yeah, because sort of, Kim, what happens is that everywhere people see or hear, like people see things, right? They see actions, they see behavior, or or they hear words, and then they immediately tell themselves a story. And then that story produces a feeling which generates the action. And so there are actually, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about this during our time together, but how do we control our own story? Right. Because the story that I tell myself really generates some of those those feelings. Right. Something happens and I go, oh, why do people always like come in late? And and then, well, it's just because they're, you know, they're just lazy and they don't really even. And I just create this whole story. And so how do I manage my own story? But then at even a deeper level, how as a leader, how do we step into other people's story and help manage their own story? And we've seen that a lot, especially like, you know, inside of school districts, right? I mean, Kim, how many stories are there out there, right? It's like there's, they're everywhere. There's thousands of them. It doesn't matter if it's true or not true. It's the story. 
And so because it's the story, it becomes true to them. So how do we step in and like reframe the meaning? And right. so that's a lot of like some of the skills that we're going to be talking about. And, and if I can help it, you know, anybody, it's really helping leaders sh manage their own story and then really shape the story of, of their teams. As I think about our membership, our membership consists of such a variety of people. And at the leadership piece or leadership level, sorry, we have superintendents, assistant superintendents, um, you know, different titles of people, chief financial officers, executives, managers. And one of the things that I hear from my folks all the time is, you know, this work would be really easy if it weren't for the people. <laughs> and that's, that's the problem, isn't it? It's dealing with people and figuring out not only, like you said, my story, but how, what is their story and and how do those two come together, intersect, contradict all of those things? Well, well, key a key thing that kind of happens is that, you know, Kim, everybody has like their own meaning. And a lot of times like we use words, right? We say, well, listen, you know, you got to be nice to parents. And, you know, it may be an educator will turn on and say, well, I am. I didn't cuss them. Right. right. Because it be, because of, to that person in their culture, being nice means I didn't cuss. Right. And so even like, you know, that whole be kind, be nice. And so here's here's a great leadership technique for for everybody listening is when you say these sort of give this feedback, you say, hey, like this is what blank means to me or this is what blank looks like to me. Hey, this is what being kind looks like to me. And then you share a story, right, because people remember stories. They don't necessarily remember words. And so instead of being very directive, say, like with values, like, hey, you know, you need to be, you know, more diligent. Well, this is what diligence looks like to me. And, you know, this is what being efficient looks like to me. And you continue to paint that picture because people see in pictures, they don't see in words. Right, Kim, if I say dog, I'm seeing a dog, you're seeing a dog, a different dog. But if I say, hey, big black dog, big black dog, white teeth, big black, white teeth with foam coming out of its mouth. Now, Kim, we're starting to see the same dog. And so I, I think that's what happens a lot of times with communication. We say things like, well, I told them, well, did they even know what those words meant? Because to their culture, it means one thing and everybody has their own culture. And what's fascinating, Kim, is that, you know, sometimes my dysfunction can seem functional. Like when I was first, I've been married 32 years and it's a fascinating story. Brought my wife to my family reunion in our first year of marriage. And after a couple hours, Kim, she brought me to the back room and she said, Dennis, are you guys crazy? And I was like, <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Right? Because Kim, I come from the family that has three rules. He who yells the loudest wins. He who sustains the yelling the longest wins. And the goal is to always win. For 21 years, I thought that was normal. But it wasn't until I went to my wife's family reunion and went, huh, my family's not so functional. Mm. But for 21 years, I was kind of raised in that. And I, and I think that becomes a problem with communication sometimes is that we're using words, but meaning is not found in words. It's found in people. And so really like being able to share your meaning. And, and that's also that's another way to sort of share the story. Right. I'm just thinking about how important that is as a leader, because I can say to you, like you use the word diligent, I can say, I want you to be more efficient. What is the efficiency to me may not be efficiency to you. And so you have the person who is trying to be efficient operating under his or her definition of that. And it may not be what the manager's is. 
And that's what makes communication so difficult. It really is. We have this um, phrase that we call the drama-free reality check. And it's this gap between expectations and reality. And we're not saying have a low expectation, but we want to just shorten that gap using some of, some of these skills. And it, w- the worst thing that can happen, Kim, is that you know, for you to say, Dennis, you need to be more diligent. And for the next week, I think I'm being diligent. And you know, and, and you look or efficient and you look out and go, Dennis, you're not efficient at all. Right. And then right. how frustrating is that for me? Because I think, well, Kim, I'm doing everything that I thought you wanted me to do. And and so many times this happens because even like I don't even know what this means to you. So efficiency to you means one thing. Efficiency to me means one thing. And you want to continue to kind of shorten that that gap between expectation and reality. And that is hard. What you're talking about takes time and effort and we're all very busy and particularly in leadership roles lots of times we throw things out there and just expect people to know what we're talking about and then move on and especially if those people don't ask us questions we just assume they heard the message as we intended it to be received and that's not always the case but investing that time up front sure does pay off down the road yeah, it's almost like I think, Kim, some leaders have this idea that people have a sixth sense. You got the five senses, and then they believe their teams have a sixth sense, which is called you can read my mind. They, oh. they have a mind reading sense, right? And it, you know, it, and I get it. It's like there is a lot to do, and, I, and I'm sure everybody on the podcast, it's like you, know, you're, you have an overloaded to-do list. You're, you know, there's just so many things for you to do. And my encouragement is, is that you, you have to go slow to go fast. And what we mean by that is that if you keep trying to go faster and faster, you'll end up slowing down because you'll have to like redo things and, you know, you'll have to maybe go behind and correct things. But if you can really learn to sort of just slow it down in the beginning, get real clear and get real clarity of thought and clarity of action, you'll eventually go faster. Yeah, that makes tremendous sense. And I'm just thinking about as we live in this whatever world it is that was changed by the pandemic. And as we're, I don't know, rethinking, reevaluating some of these relationships and how we work together, I think the tips and information you're going to provide at our conference could not come at a better time. I really don't. I really hope so. And, you know, and, and if anything, if leaders can really manage the story, right? Because especially as we went through, like, we're, we're kind of like past the great shutdown. Right. And we're kind of in this reset, whatever, whatever we're calling it. There's still a lot of stories going on right now. And if we can really learn to just step in and be able to share our story, it really kind of builds that trust, which is sort of the foundation of all teams. Right. Because, Kim, if I don't trust you, then I'm not going to be transparent with you. I'm not going to be vulnerable. And and maybe I'm not even going to ask you questions. Right. Because for whatever reason, I don't trust you. And I'm not going to trust you if I don't know your story and where you where you came from. And so we're, we're going to really look at this and give some practical strategies, which is what I think people need. Oh, absolutely. So I am so excited for you to be here and especially for you to be working with our administrative leadership development team. I think that group is going to learn so much and we're excited to be kicking off that event at this conference. So, Dennis, thank you for being a part of this. Thanks to all of you for tuning in to this edition of School Biz Chat. If you enjoyed this new episode, be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share this episode with others who may be interested in the topic. Until the next time.
take care and thanks for all you do to keep students at the heart of school business. We'll keep chatting. This has been School Biz Chat with Kim Cranston. New episodes are released on the second and fourth Fridays of each month. If you have topics you'd like to be covered in the future, send Kim an email at kcranston at moasbo.org.